from the gorgeous confines of Melbourne, Australia, across the USA and 61 countries spanning the globe, Expat Aggressive Radio presents The Bill Show with Bill and Randall. Now fasten your seatbelts, kids, because here are the loudest fat lefties on the net, Bill and Randy. Ladies and gentlemen, to a special edition of The Bill Show. You know, we've just had a special edition with our friend Gary Fenlon, who is an actual parliamentarian in Queensland. And then, who came into the studio during this time? It's Stephen Hall. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me, Bill. It's great to be here on The Bill Show this evening. Once again. What? Once again, because this yeah. is this is a politics-free bill show. That's right. This is every now and then Stephen and I we get to do some you know little uh, silly ones, you know, just basically on television shows and movies that we really like, and we we slam down the challenge today mm. to amuse each and every one of you out there and each other and each other. Yes. Most importantly, <laughs> hey, come on, that's not fair to the lovely ladies and gentlemen out there. I oh, know, I care about them. At the start of the, po- I noticed in the intro you say. Put on your seatbelts. Why do you need seatbelts to listen to a podcast? Be- Is it- because it's dangerous. Oh, right. Because well, we're so, you know, on cutting edge, edge and, sure. you know, really bracy, you know. Well, but tonight- God knows what they'll say. <laughs> well, Bill and Randy. <laughs> tonight's just full of comedy airbags. <laughs> so you don't, you can loosen, you can loosen your seatbelt. and uh, Loosen your seatbelt. It's just a bit of light relief tonight. Yes, let that poncho of a belly just sperm right all over you. Your, your belt and then come into the living room with your boxer shorts on with the names of the days of the week on it. We don't care. Whoa. If geez, you happen to I... have any, you know, if you happen to have any underwear that's not really clean, wear it. It's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go for it. We're off to no, a flying don't, start. Don't wear that, for God's sake. <clears throat> uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't match. It doesn't match. Mm. Uh, okay, so we thought we'd get together and talk about our funniest songs. Now, these are songs that uh, we have heard uh, through my collected 55 years of existence, some of which I heard when I was in utero in, a, in the placenta. Wow. Funny, funny stuff back then. <laughs> yeah, those Classics. Private pool. <laughs> So tonight, yes. Womb service. Hey, there you go. Thank you. Uh, womb with a view. Womb with a view. Mm. Okay, yeah. so when I'm going to, you are the guest. Thank you. So do you have a song that will tickle everybody's funny bone out there because it's been terrible political Ebola? Oh my God, is Ebola and shit happening everywhere and ISIS. ISIS! Oh! No. Tonight, tonight, I have no songs about Ebola or ISIS, I'm oh. sorry to say. No, right. uh, or ISIL, depending on which one is correct. Well, but, you, uh, do, do you find that just like just depressing that no one can get the pronunciation right? That someone in marketing over at ISIS has gone, hey, now listen, man, we... We put out those press releases. I do not know why they're getting the name wrong. ISIS don't have a marketing department because the yes. world's media does a fantastic job for, for free. Them. Yes, they do. Absolutely for free. They would be wetting themselves would you over like the to brilliant hear, Would you like to hear the, the little uh, song that we play here here at the Bill Show every time I mention the word ISIS? It's just a bunch of screams. You know, okay. A little psycho. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, uh, that, 
makes sense. Yeah, is that yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm scared now. Okay. So we'll go. We'll, we'll, I'll do it again. Hey, listen to this. Oh, right. Is it, yes, yes. Ah, uh, so, so, sounds like a female relative of yours. Yes. Um, so we'll go from that music to, <laughs> to this music. To this music, um, right. The first song I've brought in today. Now, these songs are from all various different sources, and this is a really obscure one that I'm certain you will not have heard. Wow. And your listeners will not have heard. Cool. This is from the uh, Melbourne comedian songwriter song parodist Fred Rowan who was very big in the 90s in the Melbourne scene he wrote a, and a fantastic mimic he does lots of different um, yeah, I know vocal Fred pro- yeah you I've know read, Fred I've met Fred yeah but I, you know I'll, but I don't know if you know our this listeners have but, I bet three quarters of our listeners are going, yes, I know Fred. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's more popular than I gave him credit for, but he's a fantastic... Me money. <laughs> there you go. He's a fantastic mimic and a great yeah. songwriter and a great song parodist. And this one, uh, I'm sure that you will get pretty soon, and I dedicate this to you, uh, Bill. Oh, and Thank you. Thank not you at all. Stephen. And let's, let's, just play, nice. let's just play Ask for Bruce by Fred Rowan. Ask for Bruce with Fred Rowan. <laughs> Highway 63 Where Old pickup trucks Move slowly down the street With Cadillacs And Pontiacs Rumble through the dust bowl Of the American dream Dodges And Oldsmobiles And Lincoln convertibles And limousines And Ford Vieds With bucket seats Rear spoilers And electronic sunroofs And hotted up Corvettes 308 Mustangs with mag wheels, jewel airbags, power steering, automatic transmission, central locking, alloy wheels, cruise control, four speaker stereo, air conditioning, turbo power, two months back guarantee. I was dreaming of the Badlands, dreaming of going so far. Who gives a shit about the bad land? I was just dreaming about cars. I met my woman in some nowhere town somewhere. She was leaning on a jukebox, playing songs of lost innocence and despair. Driving a 62 Dodge V8 Fully reconditioned engine Although the dashboard needed replacing And the wheel alignment was a little bit wobbly Anyway, she was my queen She was my princess She was my dream She was my... I love She really liked cars Together Set up Badlands Motor Five, four, six, three. the Bruce. Stand Bruce. Stand Bruce. 
Fred Rowan doing Bruce Springsteen there, especially for you, Bill. That's uncanny, man. It's good, isn't it? That's so uncanny. It's clever. He just really, really likes cars. He likes cars a lot. He really does. Broom, broom. A lot. Broom, broom. <laughs> so there you go. That's that made me happy. Yeah, you see? I that thought was it might. Very That's funny. for you. That's for you, my friend. Now, uh, I have a one that is also from Australia, but it's also like two people that we know. Oh, yeah. Personally. Right. Because you know the scaredies. Oh, yeah, the scared, weird little scared, guys. Scared, weird little guys. Yes. Who are lovely, 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 lovely boys uh, who have no... They're no longer together. No, they're not. But for many, many years, they wrote song parodies and, and songs. Oh, they're hilarious. They were very... One of the funniest acts you'll ever see. They were one great. of their most famous and actually got some overseas play mm-hmm. was about the state of Australia's wildlife. And okay. I don't know if you've heard this one before. I don't think I have. But I think you're going to hear it now. Bring it on. Gentlemen. It's called Come to Australia from the Scared Weird Little Guys. Thanks very much. Well, the Australian Tourist Commission has asked us to come up with a song that we could perform overseas, a song to help bring the tourists back to Australia. That's right. So we focused on the wonderful wildlife and the fabulous fauna that Australia has to offer. Red-backed funnel-web blue-ring octopus, taipan, tiger-snake, adder-box, jellyfish, stonefish, and the poison thing that lives in a shell that spikes you when you pick it up. Come to Australia, you might accidentally get killed. Your life's constantly under threat. Have you been bitten yet? You've only got three minutes left before a massive coronary breakdown. Red-backed funnel-web blue-ringed octopus, taipan, tiger-snake, adder-box, jellyfish, big shark, just waiting for you to go swimming at Bondi Beach. Come on! Come to Australia, you might accidentally get killed. Your blood is bound to be spilled. With fear, your pants will be filled. Because you might accidentally get killed. Hey, I love that. That's great. And you know what I love about that did, song? Yeah, because it's so, it's so cutely cheerful. It's cheerful, you might accidentally get killed. Do you know if the Tourist Commission did adopt it as a jingle? They should. They, yeah, I in your pants, fear, in your pants with fear will be filled. Yeah, I, I prefer that. one of my favourite lyrics. I prefer that to throw a shrimp on the barbie any day of the week. That's brilliant. That's fantastic. Now, you had not heard that before. No, I don't think I had, and no, I've seen them quite a few times, so thank you. We've broke new wind. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Speak pal. for yourself. Right. What do you have? <clears throat> the next one... Um, Will we... it make the people listening laugh? I think so. I mean, they may, may be familiar with this. This is uh, very much... Uh, very current in our current uh, climate of terror and fear. This is from Team America World Police, uh, where, of course, the, the, these... Um, America, fuck yeah! No, it's not that one. <laughs> it's the other one, and it's a, it's a, it's an homage to eighties yeah. filmmaking, and it is simply called oh, yeah, it's, it's montage. It's montage. montage, and this happens. It's actually it, it originally appeared in an episode of South Park, um, and they just repurposed it for Team America World Police. So Trey, I, Trey I wanted, you know, I really, I was sitting there watching a film the other day that had a montage in it. And it's just like a certain period of time. It was like 85 to 89. Rocky's got a lot to answer for. Rocky has an immense amount to answer for. Because because your entire plot changes after some really fantastic 
music. Yep, and this this is a great this is one of those great eat your cake and have it too moments where they in the movie it actually does what it, it says it's going to do whilst, while sending it up at the same time. Absolutely. This is from Team America World Police and it's called Montage. Montage! It seems that more time has passed as you fade out in a montage. They know all the tricks. They know they all do. the tricks, don't they? It's great. They I do. love it. And it's so 1983, that drum machine. I'm sure they got it at their local second-hand store. I'm sure store. they did. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we've, we've got uh, literally ten, and we've got only through four yet. Okay, let's, let's crack on then. So, but before we do, mm. we'll have to take a break. Oh, okay. Are yeah. you a bit tired? Yes, <laughs> I need to lie down. <laughs> It's too much excitement no, I know, for me. I know. All right, we're going to we're going to play you a little something that happened. Why am I using this voice? I have no idea, <laughs> but I kind of like it. It's fine. <laughs> All right, we're going to play you a little bit of uh, comedy from this week in politics. Then we're going to come back to our funny song festival, which is non-political. But mm. we thought we'd probably like to hear something that's been happening. Uh, here it is. This is some Bill Maher. <laughs> And finally, new rule, the Pennsylvania teenager who <laughs> faces up to two years in jail for disrespecting this statue of Jesus <laughs> must show us he's really got balls and try it with a statue of Muhammad. <laughs> oh, don't fucking start with me because it's going to get worse right now. Actually, that's a trick question because there are no statues of Muhammad because if you made one, there'd be a fatwa and you'd wind up dead. <laughs> now, folks, I know, as difficult as it is to face this issue, it is important for us as Americans to remember what we stand for. 
Of all the iconic American images in our history, there's no picture that makes my heart swell with patriotism quite like this one. <laughs> because this kid is not going to get killed for this. He's not even going to jail. Yes, there's some local dumbass DA trying to throw the book at him, but come on, he's a kid. He's just doing what kids do, making Jesus blow them. <laughs> USA, USA, USA! It may not be in good taste. I certainly don't condone this type of behavior. Praying, I mean. <laughs> but it speaks volumes about why liberal Western culture is not just different, it's better. <laughs> President Obama keeps insisting that ISIS is not Islamic. Well, Maybe they don't practice the Muslim faith the same way he does. <laughs> but if vast numbers of Muslims across the world believe, and they do, that humans deserve to die for merely holding a different idea or drawing a cartoon or writing a book or eloping with the wrong person, not only does the Muslim world have something in common with ISIS, it has too much in common with ISIS. There's so much talk. You can applaud. Sure. There's so much talk about wiping out ISIS. You can't. Not with bombs. You can only expose that something is a bad idea. Like extended warranties. <laughs> Cultures are different. It's okay to judge that rule of law isn't just different than theocracy, it's better. If you don't see that, you're either a religious fanatic or a masochist, but one thing you are certainly not is a liberal. <laughs> to count yourself as a liberal, you have to stand up for liberal principles, free speech, separation of church and state. Freedom to practice any religion or no religion without the threat of violence. Respect, <laughs> respect for minorities, including homosexuals. Equality for women. It, uh, it amazes me how here in America we go nuts over the tiniest violations of these values while gross atrocities are ignored across the world. Jonah Hill yells, suck my dick, faggot, at the paparazzi, and an entire nation goes into Twitter outrage until he is forced to perform that most debasing of acts, the talk show apology tour. <laughs> Meanwhile, in 10 countries, actually sucking a dick can get you stoned and not in a good way. We hear a lot about the Republican war on women. It's not cool Rush Limbaugh called somebody a slut. Okay, but Saudi women can't vote or drive or hold a job or leave the house without a man. Overwhelming majorities in every Muslim country say a wife is always obliged to obey her husband. That all seems like a bigger issue than evangelical Christian bakeries refusing to make gay wedding cakes. Ninety-one percent of Egyptian women have had their clitorises forcibly removed. Ninety-eight percent of Somalian women have. Ayan Hirsi Ali grew up in Somalia and is one of them. 
She was scheduled to speak at Yale last week, but the school's atheist organization, my people, <laughs> complained that she, quote, did not represent the totality of the ex-Muslim experience. Meaning what, the women who like mutilation? <laughs> You're atheists. You should be attacking religion, not siding with the people who hold women down and violate them, which apparently you will defend in the name of multiculturalism, and then lose your shit when someone refers to Chaz Bono by the wrong pronoun. Donald Sterling isn't allowed to own a team because he told his mistress not to post pictures with black guys. Okay. But if we're giving no quarter to intolerance, shouldn't we be starting with the mutilators and the honor killers? Or will that divert us from the real problem? That when Mel Gibson drinks, he calls women sugar tits. It's these bailouts that represent the abandonment of the capitalism. Blowing the tops off mountains. If you're out of a job, I guess you're a bum. They don't think that maybe it wasn't their fault. Maybe it was your fault, Orrin Hatch. In healthcare, the lie that we should just allow the industry to run in a free market mode, the invisible hand of the market's going to take care of itself, nothing is farther from the truth. This is Obama's My Pet Goat moment. There's a bush up for that. Isn't this the end of democracy as we know it? If 51 senators can pass something against the will of the majority 49. Uh. The best of the left podcast. The best of the truly liberal media. Edited, organized, and mixed. Only at bestoftheleft.com. And we're back here on The Bill Show. Special edition. Yes, special edition. Yes. Now we usually would <coughs> we usually would comment on Bill Maher's <coughs> thing. Excuse me. I wish I had a cough button. Yeah, you don't have a cough button here in no, the Bill Studios. But I wish we could talk about Bill Maher's thing. But we're actually on a non-political Bill show. But don't you worry. We're going to talk about it next uh, next show. But that's your dose of politics for this episode, and the rest of it is wall to wall comedy. Wall to wall comedy. Yeah. So here it is. I have. <coughs> Oh, he's not. He's not oh well, ladies God. and gentlemen. He's not. No, well. there's a Dorito I just ate that just attacked me. <laughs> this is. Uh, are you familiar with a? Uh, a <laughs> Go on. Doritos. Yeah, it had arms and legs and it everything. Had arms and legs and it was hairy. It was yeah. disgusting. <laughs> this is good. That oh, there, oh, there he goes God. again. Revenge of the Dorito. That guy was on the radio and then he died. Mm. Um, so now, still, I'm, you have to laugh. I'm, you have to laugh. <laughs> God knows. Yes. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, I will tell you a little bit about this song, which yes. is called if "I Wish I Were" from a fantastic group called Da Vinci's Notebook. Have you ever heard of them? I think I've played some. I've heard of the group, but I don't know this song. Okay, it's actually quite sweet and quite hilarious. It's "I Wish I Were," and they are the basically the five. They are five a cappella singing group type nice harmonies yep and uh, i think they're just beautiful so listen this is lyrical it's beautiful it's funny it's i wish i were Cause if I were a bird, then I could 
take wing high above you. You could watch my white wings flap, and I could take a great big crap on anyone who tried to hurt you. But then I'd have to desert you, flying southward in the fall. I don't want to be a bird after all. I wish I were a dog, 'cause if I were a dog, then I'd do tricks to show I love you. I could run and fetch the stick, and I could sit right down and lick my privates when your mom came over. But if I was your rover, you'd have my testicles recalled. I don't want to be a dog after all. La da da, 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 la da da. I wish I were a deer. 'Cause if I were a deer, then we could play out in the forest till you shot me by mistake. Then you would carve me into steak with a touch so sweet and gentle. Keep my head as a memento hanging in the upstairs hall. I don't want to be a deer after all. I wish I were a monkey, 'cause if I were a monkey, I could be your furry jester. And whenever you were blue, you'd come and see me at the zoo. My antics would be reassuring, but I would always reek of urine and throw my feces at the wall. I don't want to be a monkey. I don't want to be a monkey. No, I don't wanna be no monkey. After all.
That's the die to die song. That's great. I love it. Thank you for introducing me to that. I love I would be your furry jester. Yeah. <laughs> but He's, I'd always think of urine. Throw his feces at the wall. It's um it's very much a thinking out loud song, isn't it? It's, it's, just, it's, it's hilariously he, fun. He voices these propositions and thinks better of them. <laughs> he does. That's great. What's your next? My next one we go from uh, Da Vinci's notebook in America to uh, Norway. Um, Norway? Yes, we're going to Norway. I love to Norway. Of course. I don't know what accent I'm doing. That was vaguely is Scandinavian. Any, any, right. This is the generic Nordic country accent. I love it. Hello. Hello. That's right. Yeah. Hello, I'm my name is Bill. Welcome to the Bill Show. Yeah. Um, so, boys' voice. <laughs> the two people I have literally in Norway who do listen to the show. Oh, yes. They're, they're, I've we, insulted them. We get now. hits from, like, Norway. I'm really so, sorry. So, in Norway, uh, we love you. Yes. Dear Defender, Hurden Defender. See, now you're doing the Swedish chef <laughs> off the Muppet show. And stop throwing those forks around the room. Okay, sorry. And, uh, sorry. That's sorry. Right. And sorry. pull your hands out of your sleeves. They're oh, only half, you know, God, honestly. sorry. Anyway, uh, Get Ready to Be Boys Voiced was a 2000 uh, mockumentary um, um, created by Espen Ekbo and his team. And it follows the fortunes of a boy, va- boy band, which a were boy all the, band. a boy band, which were all the rage at the time, called yeah. Boys Voice. And uh, it's a great mockumentary in the vein of Spinal Tap, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it's the boys boy band genre. Or your your Westlife, your take that, your your, your shi- yeah, yeah, shiny yeah, boys in yeah. white suits. And this is the opening song from the film, and it's called Cousin. And it's in English, so it's everything's fine. And it's just called Cousin. It has. This is yes. It's very disturbing. Just young men, white suits, bright sunny day, yes. clean, shiny, sparkly teeth. Yes. Away we go. Lovely. This is Cousin yeah. by Cousin. Boys Voice. Got it.
peppy and upbeat song you'll ever find about inbreeding. Oh, <laughs> yes. Anywhere. If inbreeding had a theme song, that would be it. Oh, wouldn't it, though? I know. It drives me wild that if we had a child, it would probably be dyslexic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Get ready to be boys voiced. If you haven't seen it, hunt it down. It's, hmm. it's a fantastic mockumentary. It's really, really funny. It's wrong, but it's so right. Yeah. It is. I'm going, to, I'm going to throw it to uh, a classic by a guy named, uh, well, I think you'll know him when you hear him. So I'm not going to even bother to introduce it. Okay. I'm going to surprise you. Here it is. No one likes us. I don't know why. We may not be perfect. Heaven knows we try But all around Even our old friends Put us down Let's drop the big one And see what happens We give them money But are they grateful? No, they're spiteful And they're hateful They don't respect us So let's surprise them We'll drop the big one When did he write that? He wrote that in the 60s, and strangely enough, it's pertinent today. Wow, that's great. What a, what a darkly uh, funny, but bitter. I'm really bitter. Yeah, and I'm glad that we escaped the wrath of, um, of, of dropping the big one. And yes, I know. Not for the people, but the kangaroos. The kangaroos, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'd make a good uh, all-American theme park, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A Japanese kimono for you and Italian, Italian shoes, shoes for, for me. me. <laughs> best of both worlds. What do you got next for you? Well, that's interesting that it, it segues fairly nicely about bombing the entire world of everyone who's a different race from us because yeah, yeah, the next song, yeah. it's a show tune. Yeah. Oh, I love a show tune. I know you do, Bill. Love a show tune. I, Tell us, Stephen. I know, I know you do, Charles Nelson Riley. Um, this is from the musical Avenue Q, um, which had humans and puppets and, of course, Gary Coleman in it, uh, or an actor playing, or an actress playing uh, Gary Coleman. And fantastic musical, quite left of centre, and this... I, I, I won't even tell you what the, the song title is, but in, the, music, in yeah. the musical, humans and puppets interact together, and a lot of the puppets are monsters, as in Sesame Street monsters. Cute, oh, yeah, but cute, cute and fluffy. Cute, cute, lovely blue monsters. Cute and fluffy. Yeah. And um, 
uh, I think there's a little bit of dialogue at the beginning of this song right. which explains where it's going. Okay, here we are from Avenue Q. Trekkie Monster upstairs? Uh-huh. Well, he's Trekkie Monster and you're Kate Monster. Right. You're both monsters. Yeah. Are you two related? What? Princeton, I'm surprised at you. I find that racist. <gasps> well, I'm sorry. I was just asking. Well, it's a touchy subject. No, not all monsters are related. What are you trying to say, huh? That we all look the same to you? No, huh? no, huh? no, huh? no. Oh, not at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess that was a little racist. I should say so. You should be much more careful when you're talking about the sensitive subject of race. Well, well, look who's talking. What do you mean? What about that special monster school you told me about? What about it? Well, could someone like me go there? No, we don't want people like you. <laughs> you see? You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. I guess we're both a little bit racist. Admitting it is not an easy thing to do. But I guess it's true. Between me and you, I think everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. Doesn't mean we go around committing hate crimes. Look around and you will find no one's really colorblind. Maybe it's a fact we all should face. Everyone makes judgments based on race. No, not Big judgments like who to hire or who to buy a newspaper from. No. No, just little judgments like thinking that Mexican busboys should learn to speak goddamn English. Right. Everyone's a little bit racist today. So everyone's a little bit racist. Okay. Ethnic jokes might be uncouth, but you laugh because they're based on truth. heard this one. Okay. All right, there's a plane going down. Uh-huh. There's only one parachute mm. and there's a rabbi, a priest, and a black guy. Yeah. What you talking about, Kate? Uh, you were telling a black joke. Well, sure, Gary, but lots of people tell black jokes. I don't. Well, of course you don't. You're black. But I bet you tell Polak jokes, right? Well, sure I do. <laughs> Those stupid Polaks. <laughs> now, don't you think that's a little racist? <laughs> well, damn. I guess you're right. A little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. We're all a little bit racist. I think that I would have to agree with you. We're, We're glad, glad you do. It's sad but true. Everyone's a little bit racist. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bigotry has never been exclusively white. If we all could just admit that we are racist a little bit. Black man. <laughs> Who? Jesus Christ. But Gary, Jesus was white. No, Jesus was black. No, Jesus was white. No, I'm pretty sure Jesus was black. Guys, guys. Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, what are you laughing about? Racism. Cool. Man, come back here. You'll take all these secular birds. What's that mean? Um... Recyclables. <laughs> hey, don't laugh at her. How many languages do you speak? Oh, come off it, Brian. 
everyone's a little bit racist. I'm not. Oh, no. Nope. Ha! How many Oriental wives have you got? What? Brian! Brian, buddy, where you been? The term is Asian-American. Everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> hey, Mr. Jones! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones! Wow. You know time for you know time for kissing girl! Wow, <laughs> holy smoke, hold on to your potatoes. We go for a ride. Me ba you ba weeba. This this podcast is dedicated to Kihai Kwan and Jaja Binks. Um, racism is dealt with a very deft touch in Avenue Q, I think. And um, but in case, because you couldn't see it just then, but there's an Asian character, there's a black character, and there's some puppet characters, uh, all, yes. and, and all talking about the racism inflicted on their kind. <laughs> That's very good. I have not heard Avenue Q. Well, good. Well, so next, I next time we do one of these specials, I've got a musicals. More. I know. Next time we do these specials, I've got another one. Couple up my sleeve. Someone, someone in Texas going, "You ain't doing no goddamn musicals." <laughs> but <laughs> if it's about racism, I'm listening. <laughs> no, I love Texas. Yes, of course. Do you know we have a lot of listeners in Texas? Sorry. <laughs> Texas is not as racist as Australia under our no, current no, no, government. No, I think yes, there are certain areas. And don't get me started, <laughs> Bill. Do not get me started. I'm in the wrong place for for leftist rants. <laughs> okay, well, listen, well, I have something actually. Give me a song. Do we did a show about this one actually, and uh, it's had it, this one's about something that. All both of us can all agree on. Each and every one of the two of us. Yes, mm. we can all agree on women's breasts. Oh. They're pretty darn special. And I'm not saying that in a sexist way, ladies. I'm saying that as a man. I'm pro-breast. Pro-breast. I think and all the kids would agree with me too, especially those that are really young. So, because to them it's a faucet. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And, that's factually and in the spirit cr- of this, ladies and gentlemen, correct. I have this next funny song just for you. This is my number two song, so we've got one to go here. Here it is from uh, the 2013 Oscars. We saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. In the movie that we saw, we saw your boobs. Meryl Streep, we saw your boobs in Silkwood. Naomi Watson, Mulholland Drive. 
Angelina Jolie, we saw your boobs in Gia. They made us feel excited and alive. And Hathaway, we saw your boobs in Brokeback Mountain. Halle Berry, we saw them in Monsters Ball. Nicole Kidman and Eyes Wide Shut, Marissa Tomei and The Wrestler, but we haven't seen Jennifer Lawrence's boobs at all. We saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. In the movie that we saw, we saw your boobs. Kristen Stewart, we saw your boobs in On the Road. And in Monster, we saw Charlize Theron's. Helen Hunt, we saw them in the sessions. And Scarlett Johansson, we saw them on our phones. Jessica Chastain, we saw your boobs in Lawless. Jodie Foster in The Accused. Hillary Swank in Boys Don't Cry. Penelope Cruz in Vanilla Sky. And Kate Winslet in Heavenly Creatures and Jude. And Hamlet and Titanic. And Iris and Little Children. And The Reader and whatever you're shooting right now. We saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. Ladies and gentlemen, the gay men's chorus of Los Angeles. We saw your boobs, 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 we saw your boobs, we saw your boobs. Ah, I saw your boobs. Uh, mine? No! No, I, I thought I had them covered now, up. Now, this was a <clears throat> big controversy. Hmm. This is a big controversy on the Bill Show because evidently a lot of le- a lot of people on my side of politics ranked this guy. Tell said sexist, 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 terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, his worst crime is it's puerile. Uh, it's it's it is puerile. Yeah, but it's but it's it's sort of quite gloriously and show busy in nineteen forties puerile. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's very and, quaint. And you know, I, I grew up with Roger Moore as James Bond, and uh, <laughs> I. I <laughs> I have nothing further, Your I just sat there and I went, oh, fucking stop it. Really? 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 It's infantile. God, he's Seth MacFarlane. What the fuck did you think he's he was going to do? <laughs> you know, really, seriously. This is the man of rights family guy. What yeah. did you think you were going to get? Oscar fucking Wilde. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> it's offensive and puerile and juvenile and everything you paid for. Yes, but I didn't pay for it. But I, I get your point entirely. Um, now, I'd like to go from the, from um, yes. the, the puerile sexism to mocking people for speech impediments. Uh, the next, the so next, no, good fun. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's good never fun. It's never in poor taste. Um, get over it if you if you have a problem. Get over it. Yes, um, this is this is a final my final song for the night, and it's it's Morris Minor and the Majors, uh, who were an English novelty act. They had a few a couple of hit singles in the late. 80s, early 90s, and and parodying the trend at the time of all these rap songs with your Beastie Boys and your mm. and your Paul Hardcastles and your so on. After uh, and um, they were just a, a three piece comedy act. And this is a parody song, and it's called the Stutter Rap. Bedtime, boys. Oh, UK from a baby to a boy to a man today and I'm a musical man and I'm a man of birth but I got a little problem and it's getting worse and my life was so well planned surviving and a jiving in a funk band cause rapping it's my bread and butter but it's hard to rap when you're born with a stutter well no one's ever seen what I mean from the age of 13 we've all been Mouth trap. So join with us in the stir, 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 
Minor and the Majors, a short-lived English novelty. Morris Minor and, and the Majors. Major. Yeah, it's like, you know, the yeah, Morris Minor's a car, isn't it? <laughs> it yeah, is, yeah, it is, right. it is. I, I forget which one of them was Morris, but I do like the chat that they have at the end when they're talking about how late people stay up in America. <laughs> <laughs> Those toasty boys stay up till quarter past twelve. Well, that's just silly. They'll just get burned out. <laughs> yes, okay. It's outrageous. I've, got, I've got the last one. Yes, bring and it home. The last one, ladies and gentlemen, I've written one word here. Uh, on this piece of paper. Yes. And it is simply the word sperm. And. Wow, that's. Uh, there's not a huge raft. <laughs> Where do you go with that one? Can... Right, okay, this is from Monty Python. Oh, that's That's the one, ladies that's and gentlemen. Sperm My number one funny song for this week uh, is. We're going to do this again, aren't we? From, yes, we are. Excellent. Just for this week. But Monty Python, ladies and gentlemen, and you can guess what it is. Yeah. You see. We believe, well, let me put it like this. There are Jews in the world, there are Buddhists, there are Hindus and Mormons, and then there are those that follow Mohammed's but I've never been one of them. I'm a Roman Catholic, 
And have been since before I was born And the one thing they say about Catholics is They'll take you as soon as you're warm You don't have to be a six-footer You don't have to have a great brain You don't have to have any clothes on You're a Catholic the moment Dad came Because every sperm is sacred Every sperm is great If a sperm is wasted God gets quite irate Every sperm is sacred Every sperm is great If the sperm is wasted God is quite irate Let the heathen spill theirs On the dusty ground God shall make them pay For each sperm That is the Python, ladies and gentlemen. From 1983, The Meaning of Life. You told me an interesting... During, during the song, you told me an interesting thing to look out for in the movie during yes, the song. Yes, that I think, I personally think... Oh, do you I, know this or you just no, made it No, I'm up. thinking it. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> look, look, see at what the, you think, look at the groom 
Look at the groom in the uh, in the meaning of life. In the in, wedding, in that in the wedding that song. scene, in s- that song. Yeah, I swear to God, that groom is Michael Caine. Wow. But you don't you don't have any evidence. No, uh, no, I don't have any evidence. You've just made it up <laughs> as you went along. I don't have any evidence that Michael Caine was the groom in that Mighty Python movie. Did he start singing the line quite? Quietly, and then got very angry for no reason. No, he did. He got angry for the wrong reasons, and then he got older, and then older whiskey, and older, older whiskey, and the Please, brandy. Master Wayne, I Master do not Wayne. want to bury any more Batman. <laughs> I've buried too many in my. I've got calluses on my. She's heads. a fine girl. I love her. <laughs> she was only sixteen years old. Bees, bees everywhere. Bees. <laughs> He's never bad. No. No. He's never fucking The bad. movies are, sometimes. Some, oh, Jaws in 3D. Man, that was, no. was... Do you know the plot to Jaws in 3D? No, tell me. The plot in Jaws 3D is absolutely insane. It really is. Because evidently, Brody's wife, Elaine Gary, from the movie Jaws, she, she moves from Cape Cod, yes. where, where she's been confronted by sharks twice. Yeah. She moves to Florida. Yeah. And they're swimming in the ocean in Florida. And the shark has followed her. Bruce. <laughs> you know, I just think about the logistics of this. <laughs> like the, why did the shark find out that they'd left? You know, yeah. did he access the airline records? Yeah. And there's like the next thing is the shark is like going up to the hotel and it's like, um, is there a Mrs. Brody here? <laughs> yeah, there's, it's pretty. It's a big. It's a big suspension of disbelief to think that the shark would know the shark. that the wife of Roy Scheider yeah, yeah. had moved across country. She's in Florida. Ah, I'm going right. to go after her. I think that's. I think that's thinking too much that the shark has superpowers. But also, particularly, I don't, I don't think that actually happened. Particularly, God, this since, is a silly episode. Since it was before the internet, <laughs> this is terrible. Sure, if the internet was here, the shark, you know, may have, may have, you know, Google. That's it. right. The shark, you never could. There wasn't tell even any internet back Sharks. Right. So uh, we seem to have digressed somewhat. We've digressed but somewhat. I, thank you, Bill, for enjoying. It's been fantastic. I love those five songs, and five I, songs ha- I hope that um, my five songs. In- I hope I introduced some songs to people yes, you who haven't heard do. them before. Like, you always do. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll look forward to seeing you again. Hey, listen now. There's something that you wanted to mention that you have invented. Well, it's an idea that I had. Thank you for asking. Yes, it is, I feel um, like I feel like I'm doing one of those yeah, chat shows. It, now, now it's the TV shopping. It's the home shopping. Tell network. me, Stephen, Bill, have you ever wondered? <laughs> I wonder if wouldn't it be fun if I could write a story with yes. a friend of mine? You're a creative person. You're yes. a writer. Yes. You enjoy writing. Writing yes. can be fun. Yeah, and there's an old game that I don't know about you, but I used to play in school where I, a friend and I, would write. A story together, and I would write a paragraph, pass it over to them. They would write a paragraph, pass it back to me. I would write a paragraph, yeah. pass it back to them. It's it's not an uncommon game. We a lot of us played it in our youth. Um, so I thought this would make a good iPhone app, and so I, rather than saying, "Hey, I've got an idea for an app," and then not doing anything, I followed through. And it is now an app, and it's called Step by Step Story. It's a thing. It's on the iTunes Store. It's available for iPhone and iPad. It's completely free for the introductory period. Uh, and if you enjoy writing and enjoy writing with a friend, wherever How they may be. How much is the app when, when I love it so much that i got to buy it? Uh, it's going to be $1.99 Australian. $1.99 Australian. Hell, oh. I'd buy that for fun. That's, that sounds like great. You know, that's, a, that's an actual exercise that I've used in, uh, in schools with students. Really? 
It is. You, you, you know, you, you scaffold the story yeah. and you, you talk about uh, basic plot elements that it might have. Yeah. And then you sit there and go, okay, we're going to pass them on. Yeah. Let's see where the story goes. It's a theatrical improv game called Story, Story, Die as well. Oh, uh, really? Which oh. is basically, yeah, yeah, it's a drama, uh, drama game. The other thing too is that I, I, it's born out of. I, I wrote a story with a friend of mine in high school for three years, and we passed exercise books back. How and, cool! I know yeah. we, we were such nerds, and um, <laughs> but now of you course, never had sex, did you? <laughs> maybe one day I will. Um, <laughs> well, no, you do now because you have a daughter. Yeah, but high school were leans pickings. No, well, that's the, exactly right. Yes, right. Um, but but I can't n- imagine the stories that were passed between two nerds who are, who are blue balled on sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were teenagers. It was hilarious to us at the time. But that's sort of the point of it is that it's yeah. for you and a friend to write it. And also, th- back back then there was no internet, of course. But now it doesn't matter where where you are. And my daughter is writing a story with her grandma, and they live eight hundred k. How wonderful yeah, that they, is. They live 800 k's apart. That's and, actually know. really lovely. Yeah. And, and we have people using the app who are in Australia and writing friends with, uh, sorry, writing stories with um, grandchildren in America. And, and, and there is that real thing. It doesn't oh, matter wonderful. where you are. So it's, it's, it's called Step by Step. Step by Step Story. Step by Step Story. And iTunes. it doesn't cost you a thing for the trial period. No. And then it's only one ninety nine. Yeah, but that, that'll be a little, yeah, yeah. Right now it's free. Download right now it's, it's free. Step by Step Story yeah. on the iTunes store. And it's it works on i iPhones and uh, iPads and uh, in the future we will look at an Android. Well, do you know that the the audience for the Bill Show is immensely creative? Yeah, we are. We're a creative Good. bunch. And this is this is an app for people who think, dare I say it? What? Writing can be fun. Writing can be fun. Yes, of course. And <laughs> writing with a friend can be fun. Absolutely. And, and also, if you're writing a story with someone and you you. Drop a minute at the end. You just go, okay. And then everybody died and the world blew up. Over to you. <laughs> I've, had, I've had people do that in, yeah. in drama class. They and go, you can do that. And then they all died. Yeah. So, oh, thanks for all that. Right. That's okay. really good. Uh, listen, speaking of writing, if you want to write us over at The Bill Show, you can reach us on The Bill Show on XPR at gmail.com. You can also get us on Facebook with The Bill Show and XPR on Facebook. You want to r- listen to any of the 102 different shows, 102 bloody shows. Wow, Call these people are patient. Tight. I've been going on for a long time. <laughs> uh, 102 different shows. You can get them on www.expatprogressive.podpeen.com which is our home address where you can find a donate button if you want to buy us a coffee. That would be really nice, you know, just to help defer expenses. We never look to make any money out of this. It's just pure fun for us. But if you could give us a dollar or two, buy us a cappuccino, that'd be really nice. Bill loves cappuccino. I love cappuccino. We call him Cappuccino Bill. And he'll need... (laughs) He's like a Wild West hero. <laughs> Cappuccino like the, Bill. The worst gunfighter in the world. Yeah, he's not I'm ve- Cappuccino Bill. He's, he's not very <laughs> Can I have a latte? <laughs> Give me a hot chocolate frosting on the top of that and a cube of sugar in the saucer next to it. I'll add it myself. I've got these six guns and I don't know how to use them. <laughs> but they go lovely with your chaps. They certainly do. You've got chaps strapped to your legs. Let's stop right now. Okay, so, and also, of course, I completely got, uh, and also, of course, you can, uh, you can get us on iTunes. So you can download us on iTunes, which is fantastic. Uh, and uh, we're going to leave you with just a little bit of the last thing we talked about, uh, which is, of course, the mortal Monty Python. God bless you all. 
Take care. Thanks, for, have, thanks for having me, Bill. Nice to be had. Oh. See, see, see you, Steve. Bye. 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 Bye.